podcast made by a bunch of D-Bags. I'm Joe, the DM. I am Andy. I play Lazor, the lightly armored, zapping, organic robot. I'm Avi, and... Ah, oh, fuck, I didn't have anything created for this one. I play Ford. That's all Lame. I got today, guys. Just telling people what you play. That's dumb. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm Afro Man. You guys know who I play. Oh, that's, I got one. That's do they? This is like your third episode. <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> if there's anyone who they aren't sure of, it might be you. No, no, no. Everybody knows who he is. That's Dan. I'm not gonna say his name. He plays a little justice. Don't no, thank no. him. <laughs> thank thank the schools. Yeah. All right. The last episode, our heroes came back from defeating one Cyclops and trying to bring the other into civilization. They brought Biclops with them to the city of Oakfen. Almost got arrested because uh, Lazor was talking treason in front of the, the Dwarven Lord, but the chief, the guard captain proceeded to knock him out uh, before that happened, and they managed to strike a deal to let them have Biclops live outside of the village and like help with the farming and stuff. You guys got a little boon. Yeah, I, they gave you a bag of gold, which uh, I'm going to say 200 gold. Split it between you. Okay, cool. Can you make that 210 for easy split? Is that... 70 a piece. Oh. Uh, you know what? Just make it 300. Fuck it. 100 for each of you. Woo! Hey! Rad! Oh, man. How much gold did I fucking start with? Um, that was worth 300 gold. Fuck it. Yeah. Taking down a Cyclops? I would hope that's worth 300 gold. Otherwise, we ain't making no fucking loot. Yeah. Good guys don't get a lot of money. I've noticed. It's what you need me around for. <laughs> <laughs> to get us money? Yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to try to stop me every time I do something that could get us paid. Just <laughs> <laughs> look the other way. It's fine. Okay, um, so, you yeah, know. You, all, you got 300 gold. You, uh, you said a tearful farewell mm-hmm. to Bicops, and as you're leaving... Lazor wrote a list of rules for Bicops to follow that he will presumably be following, and we'll see how that goes. The rules will remain a secret until you return. They were instructions on how to live in a society where you are a stranger in a foreign land, which Lazor knows a lot about. Or, you know, he thinks he does, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So you gave him that, uh, proceeded to walk off into the Agatore, the... um, elven forest that is actually just a big graveyard where each tree is a grave marker. It's pretty metal. The trees are... Or the but we don't are actually all... know that. Wait, what? We don't actually know that. You might know it. You never really can roll to confirm. Well, I thought Charlie we... knew it. You might know it. I thought we confirmed that he'd never say anything about it to us. He didn't say anything, but you might just know. I might probably know. You've right? been in these lands. Actually, you're both kind of... You've been in these lands for a while. Lazor... I'll tell him about roll. it. Yeah, no, I'll tell. I'll tell you about it. Okay. I'll, I can roll nature on it, right? Sure. Uh, nature history. or history? Okay, I'll I'll roll history on it. It's plus one. What do I tell him about it? You're aware that. You know what? Fuck it. You're aware that uh, this is a graveyard and elves are buried under all the trees. Okay. Um, I was really hoping you get a one. It's like, these are peeing trees. This is for peeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would have been so bad. Um, also, so, Joe. Yes. Is Agatore like a name for something else in real life? Is it? Sounds familiar. Sounds kind of like something, maybe. It's actually, I just looked up like a Tolkien elven translator. It means blood forest. Cool. Okay, so yeah, you guys went in. You got 
almost separated by the mist, but not really. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, laser cannon died his way into fucking Little Justice's totem moment. <laughs> yeah, the podcast right. didn't really show how much like motion there was to my laughter, but like we were just talking about how Carl the Grill Man coming with us was my favorite like moment in D and D. But for some reason, me getting to be present for. Dex's spirit totem moment like is also really fucking up there. It's like hyper personal, but also you're just kind of exactly. Wait, was there any way for you to record that? You're cyborg, right? Do you have memory of that Uh, now? Yes, it is in my hard drive. Yes, I don't know if we could play it back for you, but But, yeah, I. I I mean, it's there. As far as I know, I have no way to play things back in my hard drive. But like everything I see. Everything I see is recorded in my hard drive. Good. That's all I need to know. Solid. <laughs> my hard drive might be my brain. <laughs> might be. It's unclear. Right. Might also be a hard drive. <laughs> unclear. So Dax got his uh, little totem moment. He met awesome. a spirit bear that gave him a high five and pointed him to a cloak and a fang necklace that he put on. Question. Yes. I was supposed to have a physical attribute and, like, an... Something that's part of me. Right. Right. So, like, instead of the the necklace, isn't it, like, bear claws? Didn't we talk about that? What? You can have both. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. So I now mean, I grew bear claws. You notice, <laughs> uh, when you wake up, uh, you're going to notice that your your nails are kind of more clawish. Solid. You Thanks, might have grown some, like, hair on your arms and chest. Okay. A little fro on your, <laughs> on your chest. <laughs> can I just have a fro on each nipple? That sounds disturbing. I'd rather you didn't. No, I don't really want that. <laughs> uh, so Dax, yeah, Dax is now, everyone leveled up to level three yet with the rest. Uh, Dax is now, uh, you took the bear totem. Uh, so what? tell everyone what your little bear totem does for you when you rage. Oh, yeah. So when I rage, so ne- now that means that uh, I have resistance to basically everything except, except for psychic, psychic power. Yeah. Yes. Except for psychic. Red. Yeah. Is there anything else? Don't you get like, or my thing? Oh yeah. Stuff? Um, well, I can do the rituals. Uh, uh, let me pull it up. Was like I sense- speak with animals and beast sense. Okay. So yeah, I do that now. What's beast sense? Do you just sense beasts in the area? That sounds. Joe, I think so. so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> So now I can talk else? to squirrels for, like, help. <laughs> Which way's the brothel? <laughs> yeah. This, the and I can talk to frogs. We're in good shape. Oh, yeah. solid. Yeah. As can I. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dax, you... Oh, what's your health? It is 32 now. 32 max health. Okay, and you're level 3. Avi, you are level 3. What are your upgrades? Well, most important thing is... Level 3 fighter. Yeah, I'm a level 3 fighter. So at level 3, I gained proficiency with one type of artisan's tools of my choice. I chose brewer's tools because I have Harlow's keg, and somebody needs to carry on the beer tradition in this uh, campaign. Okay. Yep, I'm the beer guy. And what's your, your new max health? My new max health is 28. 28. Yep. Okay, and what are your maneuvers that you took as a, what is a champion? Yep, I get three maneuvers. Um, the way that works is I get four uh, superiority die. It's essentially I roll them and I add them to whatever the maneuver says. I, uh, you don't have to I explain too much. Yeah, but read, like, the, read the player's handbook. Don't be a dick. Don't don't listen to us to learn how to play the yeah, game. Yeah, I get. We don't even play it right. <laughs> we really don't do it. <laughs> probably, not, probably not usually, no. No. Um, Actually, we're probably mostly wrong. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what, what, what are the maneuvers? 
Okay, so I get maneuvering attack, which is if I use a superiority die, I get to tell one of my allies, hey, move up to 15 feet, like, toward me or away from me. I basically get them to tell them to go in a direction. Right. Um, I get trip attack, which I'm flavoring as a drop kick for the time being. That's pretty it's, badass. Um, I add the superiority die to my uh, damage roll, and if the target is large or smaller, it has to make a strength saving throw against my, uh, my DC would be 13 right now. Okay. And on a failed save, I knock them prone. And uh, last one's Commander Strike. Commander Strike is I can forego one of my attacks on a turn and use a bonus action to tell one of my companions to strike instead. And they can immediately use that reaction to uh, make a weapon attack. And they get the number on my superiority die added to their attack roll. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But we didn't even think about that, but that's going to really help make sure that one of you hit. Yeah. Sweet. Also, you got some cool ass uh, boss claws. Yeah, I fucking learned fire punch. Crate made these like <laughs> badass like lion claw things for me, and I put them over my hands, and now I can punch people with fire. It's like <laughs> brass knuckles, but with like Wolverine claws on them, sort of. Uh, I don't even know. Like that's so badass. Joe, how do I list it in my equipment? Uh, what are your your current punch damage? Is D one D four? What's your sword damage? Uh, my attacks right now I have listed as sword, fist, and other fist. Um, <laughs> okay. The fists are 1d4, sword is 1d8, two-handed is d10, and uh, this is my bitchin' new sword, so it's got the flames on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's plus one of my attack roll, bitchin'. though, not damage, right? <laughs> I thought it was both, wasn't it? For the sword, it was plus one on attack. Oh, Just okay. attack. Okay, so I had that right. Okay. <coughs> it's got flames on it. It's got, bi- yeah, and your, uh, flames your new <laughs> claws have Solid. bitchin' flames on them as well. Noticing a trend. You're a frog yeah. on fire. I'm going to say it's an additional D4 of fire damage when okay. you hit. So write that down as line claws. And, uh... So it's the same as his fist, except a, an additional D4. Right. And it does the, D, the regular fist damage, and then also, also fire. Four for fire, okay. Well, a D4 can be one through four, yeah. Right. An additional D4 fire damage. Cool. Okay. And Lazor, what is your? You're now your level three. What are your? Uh... I'm level three. I now have 27 health. And you um, haven't decided on. I haven't decided on the spells I'm taking, and I haven't gotten the grimoire yet. I was really thinking maybe I would get a grimoire out <laughs> in the fog when everyone else was getting their cool maybe stuff. Maybe if you didn't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I thought I could have gotten it without having the spells yet. Well, anyway, I'm gonna be able to have three cantrips. I just am not positive which three I want. And I also learned a new spell, uh, and I took Suggestion, which is kind of like the Imperial Curse from Harry Potter, but I can't make things hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. But I can, if they, if the target fails a wisdom saving throw, I think it's wisdom, I have to double check, um, where it's against my DC, it's something. Yeah, yeah. They have to make a save, uh, wisdom save against my DC, I think. And I can suggest that they do something, and then the creature carries it out to the best of their ability. So that doesn't just have to be a combat thing. And it doesn't even need to be done on, like, hostile targets even. But yeah, and it also it can last up to eight hours, and I don't have to give specific suggestions. So, like, I could say something like, you know, it, like if there was some worker in uh, like a record hall or something, I could be like, hey, when you find the record for this guy, we're trying to break out of jail. Just like tear <coughs> it up. And they'd be like, 
well, okay. And then, like, yeah, if, like if they idea. happen across that record during the day, it'll, like, trigger when they see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's stuff like that. That's what I can do with it. Um, Sweet. Sounds useful. Yeah. That's why I took it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I it's, thought we needed more stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff we can do with So that. I did that. Okay. I'm going to say that Lazor is the first one to wake up. Um, roll. He feels really fulfilled with the... Because of the crickets, he knows that he's not alone in the universe and that there's a force greater than him that's here to help him exclusively. That's true. Probably powered by Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> Which oh, Lazor knows much about. Canon thing in that's this. canon because yeah, fucking Reiki's guys, real. Yeah, they guys, decided to make it canon that, that they're all connected by Reiki. <laughs> Are you familiar with what Reiki that's how is? How from that. I'm not explaining it on the podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have this out. The holistic, like, energy of the universe, like, spiritual medicine bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like, do Tai Chi and special massages and you'll be better and you'll magically... It'll change the flow of your, your inner energy, your Reiki, and you'll holistically get better. That sounds odd. So <laughs> Reiki is a force in this universe. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the force it's that brought like, our party together. It's, okay. it's basically like the force in Star Wars is how I think of it. It flows through us all. That's a good one. It okay. was really just a one-off. It was supposed to be a one-off joke. Uh, that was a they mistake. Told, <laughs> every one-off joke I make is a mistake. I'm going to stop telling jokes on this podcast. Okay. Um, you started. Good plan. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, okay, so obviously yeah, they, they told Sapphire to become a cleric. She's like, oh, I'll study with this, you know, healer or whatever. And she just found some herbalist and is like studying with him in the village. And they're like, oh no, she's gonna be all like holistic and shit. And I was like, yeah, she's gonna come back and be super into Reiki. And it made Charlie so mad just like talking about Reiki. <laughs> to fuck with him when she, like the next episode, I had her come back and be like, yeah, I learned something about. Something called Reiki? And she's like, fuck. <laughs> and then they decided to roll cannon die and be like, it's canon, Reiki. We're all connected. We're all bound. <laughs> we're, by all, we're all connected by the spiritual power of Reiki. We did. Became. No, I think I we did roll cannon dice on it. Yeah. yeah. I think we did. That's even funnier yeah. then. <laughs> so Lazor feels the Reiki flowing through him of the, the crickets. Yes. And it, and it fills him with a warmth that makes him want to fire Lazor's. <laughs> Lazor's the first person to wake up, I'm saying. Roll, here, Lazor. You roll a die with disadvantage. I'm gonna say. Uh, nine. Okay. Mine was eighteen. I'm gonna say that's this is a perception roll. What do you get on that? As a minus one. Okay. Oh, eight. <laughs> Which is great. Um, <laughs> I love being a, a scanning, analytical, deciphering guy with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love it. I'm going to go ahead and say that you don't notice that the leaves have changed color overnight. Okay. Um, and that, you know, there's like more, there's like glowing moss on some of the trees, you know, just kind of floating little lights uh, around. So, like, I see the floating lights and stuff, but it doesn't really compute with me that that's different from yesterday? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so you just, you wake up and you immediately hear crickets in, like, a slight distance away from the camp. And the crickets are calling out to you. Oh, shit. I better follow that. Spirit crickets! This is my, <laughs> this is my spirit moment, just like those guys had. It was super cool. I have to go to the crickets. Alright. You follow the crickets slightly outside of the camp campground and you see a tree with like a hollow in it and inside of the hollow the crickets you see like a bunch of crickets just kind of gathered on top of a book 
Oh, this is Super Studio Ghibli. Get out of my way, crickets. I want this book. <laughs> <laughs> the the crickets dissipate into like a bunch of light and the, the book is just like... This is magical. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying all of this? Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. <laughs> you pick up the book, I assume. Oh, uh, look at this. This must be a magical tome of love and happiness, just like their warm, good-hearted experiences. <laughs> Little Justice met a super cool bear friend. Fork had some sort of spiritual encounter. Surely this book is full of nothing but joy and happiness. Uh, I open up the book. What do I see? <laughs> what do I see? What happens? I want you to roll for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's figure out what okay. you see. I open up I can't the book. wait for Critical Miss. Giant dick. 17. Oh. Still um, a giant dick. You open up the book, and at first the runes, you see a bunch of runes inside that seem to be indecipherable. Oh, yeah. But this is magic. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it called it. <laughs> but then these runes seem to be like rearranging themselves into a pattern and suddenly you can read them and they don't look like any language you've ever read before but you can read these oh this is great i'm a good guy they are good guys this must be really good stuff and there's just a whole bunch of passages about love and magic and joy and is, it's is there yeah. <laughs> okay yeah, roll high fuck it there oh okay <laughs> sure um yeah there's a lot of good stuff and it's really inspiring to you oh okay have you still not decided what cantrips you want to be in here? I, I don't know all three. No. Okay. Um, but you know, I know I'm uh, gonna any, take any that you do know. We can say that you read right now. Uh, okay. And then you can bookmark and be like, I'll check out some cool shit later. Yeah. By the way, if you want to edit it, the or in case you change your mind or it can happen later, the joke there was since this is provided by my warlock. Patron. I know what the joke was. You you get it, right? Okay. But you rolled high, so I, fuck I guess so. I guess I did. <laughs> I was very prepared to have it be like a lot of death and destruction and be like, this is depressing, but it gives me power. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I I know I'm going to take, what's it called? Press, uh, digitation. Okay. Because it'll let me do some things that minor illusion can't. Okay. I'm. How exactly does that work? Uh, I can read it to you. It's like a more trickstery version of illusion. This spell is a minor magical trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. You create one of the following magical effects within range. You create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, faint musical notes, or an odd odor. You instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. You instantaneously clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot. You chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for an hour. You make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or surface of your choice for one hour. You create a non-magical trinket or an illusory image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn. If you cast this spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time, and you can dismiss such effect as an action. Okay. So it just, it lets you do a lot of just kind of like, 
like that's something else. Yeah, if yeah. you were if you were playing like a wizard or something, like it's the skill that you take to allow you to do things to be like it. It's a castle that looks like this, and like generate like a little snow globe in your hand or something. It's like that kind uh, of yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. that's pretty cool. Um, that's mm-hmm. gonna have a lot of fun use when we go do whatever fucking performance this is. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other one that I'm pretty sure that I'm taking is guidance. I can touch one willing creature. Once the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Uh, it can roll the die before or after making the ability checks. So it's just like I can I can help out something happen by giving it a plus d4. Yeah. How were you guys doing that thing in the first season where it was like one you rolled and the other one assisted? You can still do that. We can I we think, can do that. I think that the That's rules in the thing. PHB are just like if someone helps you do something, you just get advantage <coughs> on it. Yeah. Frankie had like a weird system in his head that like if you rolled successfully, then he'd add like a plus two to it or something. It he never yeah. really explained it. I don't know. It might have been a, a fourth edition thing, maybe. Wait. I don't know what. Well, it was. regardless, those two I like. I am gonna take because I like to take things that are like helpful or unique yeah but since i don't want to waste a cantrip on an attack since like the only attack that matters for me is my laser and laser abilities Mm -hmm. um i'm unsure about the third but guidance and prestidigitation i'm taking so i'm just going to write them down now so yeah you're going to read a little bit about how to do those two things Mm -hmm. and then decide to take a you know take a breather uh stop reading as you hear forg and little justice begin to wake up of what you guys want to do is you realize that you're everything's a little different now. I wake up, I climb out of the tent, I stretch, and I look around and I'm like, ugh, man, I gotta stop drinking because I swear these trees look different when I went to sleep. <laughs> ugh. Hey, Justice. <laughs> Those were a different color, right? So, and at this point, I start waking up. And I want to point out, Lord Justice uh, sleeps with no loincloth off on, so he takes it off, so he's just naked. I'm glad you <laughs> clarified that. <laughs> great. It's so a great character up, trait. I like good, it. Good, good. Yeah, Lord Justice's dick is out. Four sleeps <laughs> in full armor. <laughs> Wait, awesome. I think technically you're not supposed to get arrested if you sleep in your armor, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, DM. <laughs> So, yeah, I wake up. Because you're supposed to be encouraged <coughs> to take off your armor so I can fuck with you when you're sleeping. And you wake up and you're like, oh, we're in home. No, we're in armor. Oh, no. I just remember. You can still give me disadvantage. I, I, I just want to do it for a fuck. fucking character. I just remembered what my armor looks like. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember? I got that leather. Were you? Did you hear that? No. We, yeah, I got this. I got this leather suit of armor, but like it wasn't big enough for me. But like I just wanted it, so like I slipped one arm through like this leather arm. So like it just it's like half on me. <laughs> I just remembered that nice. was the thing. Nice. I look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that makes you look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I wake up, stretch with my dick out. I look around and just like very like hastily like, what? what's going on? I just see the leaves and like the blue and I look at Forg and I say, do you see what I'm seeing? The, everything's blue and there's weird glowing moss, right? That wasn't there yesterday? No, definitely not. I know this because last night I used my uh, cartographer skills and made a map and just specifically wrote down the color of the leaves. Ah, it's a weird thing to put on a map. 
<laughs> Red. Well, that's how I know. That's how I know where we are. No, Lil Jon yeah, has know. a set of colored pencils. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Red Forest makes sense. Okay. Uh, you weirded out. Well, I, I don't know what we do. Also, where's the robot? <laughs> you can kind of see him uh, standing like awkwardly in the distance, uh, reading a book. I'm having a good old time doing it, too. Just sitting there chuckling I feel really fulfilled about, like, knowing this was going to be delightful and whimsical. So I yell at him, Metal Man! Hey. Well, I'm, over, I'm over here. I'm right here. Lazo, what are you doing over there? I'm right here. I'm reading this cool book. Where'd you get the book? Uh, it was it was really magical. It was in a tree covered uh, with spirit crickets. Mag- magic books and spirit crickets and blue leaves and... And, and the book shit. is giving me powers. What could be wrong? Okay, well, I mean, if the book's giving you powers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to uh, roll perception to see if you know what the hell's going on? I want one of us to roll perception and one of us to roll arcana. Okay. Well, it, I can roll Arcana if you want me to do a magic check or something. I do. Okay. Do you get plus one on that or something? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. I get plus one. Joe, what do I know about the magic in the air? Or, like, the... Do I detect any spells? It's an Arcana check. Oh, shit! Plus one. All right. That's a unnatural 20, actually. Oh, cool. So you know some shit. I mean, I probably shouldn't have told you, but whatever. You believe this. It's okay. Okay. Oh, shit, the log just, like... Slipped. I saw Halo yeah. Debris. That was good. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> go back and missed it. That's okay. No, I'll throw another log on the flame real quick. <laughs> Keep it going. Um, okay. There we go. <laughs> that's that's going to sound great on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're watching uh, logs on a fire because it sets the mood. All right. You're aware that there are things called fey crossings. And that there are parts of the world where the veil uh, between this world and the Fey Wilds. Did you guys ever read Soft Places by Neil Gaiman? <laughs> what the hell I are you t- talking about? I don't It just kind of seems like one of those. Lizzo, <laughs> well, you sound crazy right now. <laughs> and this is basically a soft place. Um, I know. <laughs> picked I, it up really quick. Yeah. This is a PHB thing. I didn't, this isn't me just stealing from Neil Gaiman. Yeah. They but, stole from him. Yeah. Um, so I'm not the uncreative fuck right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you are. I mean, I'm creative for going, oh, it's a red forest. That's a blue forest. But you know, that's about as uncreative as I go right now. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right. So you're aware that uh, you're, you're in the Fey Wilds right now and that you've somehow stumbled between these worlds. Okay. Uh, yeah, sh- so we yeah. found ourselves in one of these soft places. They're like, it's the Fey Wilds, you know? So it's, it's sort of like the area that's between the areas. So it looks a lot like the place where we were, but we're also sort of not at the place where we were. It would explain why there are all of those magical things happening to us, like my super cool book and, and your bear guy that I saw, and that thing that happened to Forg. So, so are <laughs> we... Are we traveling, like, across, like, planes of existence or something? Like, are we in the same world, or...? The question isn't when, but where. <laughs> that, that was the question. <laughs> okay, so I guess the question is where. Yes, you're right, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so 
now what? <laughs> I could try to shoot our way out. <laughs> uh, considering this whole place likes to change color and do other freaky things, I don't know if just, like, destroying it is the way out. I would say it's worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the one that fucking knows this is a burial ground? And that's probably a really unwise idea to fucking disturb it. Wait a second. Burial ground. Perhaps that is why this area is a link between worlds. Perhaps the boundary between spiritual and physical was weak here. What, what burial ground? What? <laughs> did, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know this. Wait, didn't you? Fired. Didn't you just say? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the whole burial ground thing was player to player. My like Ford does not know this. Okay, right, well, I know what Lazor just said, okay, so yeah. Lazor right. still said that. If Ford ah. is really confused by what Lazor said or why he said it, that's one thing. But Lazor definitely just said that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you said that. In the meantime, Sapodia and Crate are waking up and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Sapodia kind of looks over and sees your dick and is going to proceed Thank to you. kind of cover her eyes. <laughs> um, and little Justice going to be like, hey. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say to Sapodia. Oh, my apologies, Sapodia. I'll put my learn cloth on for you. Don't want to start to you. Please do. Sure. <laughs> I'll put it on and look at her while I'm putting it on and just wink at her. No, you don't She's like not Sapodia. looking at you right now. She's covering her eyes. <laughs> okay, so I don't wink at um, her. I mean, you can wink, but she doesn't see it. Okay. Crate's um, going to wake up and just kind of look at you and be like, eh. <laughs> uh, she's going to go about getting her stuff together and, you know, looking around. In the distance, you hear... The high-pitched laughter that you heard as you were falling asleep, just the <laughs> <coughs> Did you guys hear that? Sure you did. Yeah, can I do an intimidate roll? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Show yourself life form. And, like, my, my laser starts growing. This is intimidate, so I'll roll this. this I've got one hand on my sword. Uh, one. Okay. The laughter grows louder. Okay. It's whatever it is sure. does not seem to yeah. be intimidated. Okay. Sure. Actually, whatever that is thinks you're a pussy bitch. Yeah. yeah. They're laughing definitely. at you, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, I'm going to have like five episodes and nothing but 20s coming up. You're due. Sure. I'm, really, I'm really, I'm okay with this. You're due. I had like three episodes and nothing but 20s. I've been in a lull and now I can feel it. It's coming back. Nah. <laughs> All right. In that moment, you hear a scuttling in the bushes, or shuffling, and suddenly, let's say four corgis kind of come running out of the uh, the bushes. Corgis? With little saddles on their backs, and they all kind of run over to you and just start slobbering uh, at your, your legs. How does Martha feel about these dogs? Martha's, like, sniffing at them, suspiciously. I'm gonna let you guys say stuff before Lazor does what Lazor wants to do. You're about to murder a lot of small dogs. I'm just gonna let I, them do what they want to do first. Before I think I speak. this might be a good time for a little justice to use his. Well, I don't know how rituals work. I don't know if like there's. I need more time or whatever. But like, like could I cast to speak to animals to talk to Martha and see? Pretty sure if a cantrip, you could just do it, right? No, it's a ritual. Can you want to pull up how long? Yeah, what it says about how long it takes to cast. I think there should be a casting time on it. But it might say I think what is it ten times? Yeah. I think it's like ten times the casting time is the ritual time. Speak with animals. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, 
Beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within the past day. You might be able to persuade a beast to perform a small favor for you at the DM's discretion. It says it has a duration of 10 minutes and a casting time of one action. Okay. Certain spells have a special tag, Ritual. Such a spell can be cast following the normal rules for spell casting, or the spell can be cast as a ritual. The ritual version of a spell takes 10 minutes longer to cast than normal. 10 minutes. It doesn't expend a spell slot, which means the ritual version of a spell can't be cast at a higher level. To cast a spell as a ritual, a caster must have a feature that grants the ability to do so. The cleric and the druid, for example, have such a feature. The caster must also have the spell prepared, or his. Or, uh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. The thing is, you have this and can do it as but a ritual. So, if but you, it takes ten minutes to do. Okay. You can sit there and start like ritualing yourself up while Lazor says, "They have saddles. This is sweet. Let us ride them off into the forest." <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's what the saddles. Lazor's right? already sitting on one of them. Um, <laughs> It's not doing good. It's like squealing in pain and trying to oh, get away. Oh, oh, no. oh no. Oh no. I stand up. I'm sorry. <laughs> the I, I thought you would be like magical and could, could, why do you have a saddle? <laughs> the, the corgis kind of run off and out of the, the brush that they came out of, you see a sprite come out about like, you know, whatever, less than a foot tall, like let's say six inches tall. Just like, why are you harassing my steed? <laughs> uh, they, they had... They had saddles on them. I thought they were prepared for us to ride them. It seemed like they were a magical gift from the forest. Stay off of Winston. He's going to point his little um, twig at you, that pointed twig that's a spear. No, no, we, we mean you no harm. It's, it's really magical here. We just want to have a good time and, and feel delighted. <laughs> All right. Right, that's what we want to do. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's going to say, Winston, return! And then... The dog's going to come running back, just sobering up to him. Uh, I am sorry to have hurt you, Winston. I was unaware of your ability to carry smaller things and not bigger things. (laughs) He's going to sit down on his little (laughs) corgi as a steed and just say, Name yourselves, adventurers. Oh, boy. You gave Andy his favorite thing. Hello. (laughs) Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lazor, the lightly armored, zapping, organic robot, and these are my traveling companions. Together, we are known as the Ass Blasters. Please feel free to introduce yourselves. Hello, sir. I'm Lil Justice. Are you still performing the ritual at this point? Or did you give up? It's not worth it. Okay. My name's Forg. Call me Forg. Nice to meet you. And I'm Robin Goodfellow. This is my steed, Winston. Robin Goodfellow. (laughs) Wow, we are being trolled. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Go on. (laughs) All right. What brings you to the the Feywilds? We ended up here not of our own volition. We found ourselves in one of those places where, you know, space kind of overlaps. I read about it in my hard drive. Okay. Yeah, when we, when we went to sleep last night, all these leaves were red and there wasn't any, like, blowing moss on the trees or anything like that. Eh. And then we woke up this morning and it was like this. I, I don't know how we crossed over. I don't know how we got here. I prob- happens all the time. I probably know the answer, but how do you get to Jose Corvo Sleen from here? Mm, that sounds like one of your 
material. Yeah, not from over here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I get it. I can lead you to one of the other soft places that will let you leave. That sounds like the best thing we could possibly do, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any other better ideas. I don't know yeah, where we are. I mean, so unless there's, me. you know, some sort of injustice here we need to fix before going back. But, like, really, that would be a lot of stops along the way. I really thought we would be the Jose Cuervos lean right now, so we might not really want to look too hard into that. It could slow us down. <laughs> hey, Robin, any injustices you need fixing? No, we do, we do that. all good here. Oh, yeah, that's what good. I thought. This is a pretty sweet place. Oh, yeah. oh, it seems pretty rad here. You guys want to hang out for a while? How does time pass more quickly here, more slowly here? What's kind of like the balance between those things? you have any idea for that? Any rough feel? Um, time is different here. Uh, I don't like the sound of that ass blasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should probably get like out of here. Much How different is I don't want to rip Van Winkle this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you come back, Blackhawks has a huge beard. It's been 20 years. <laughs> shit. I, shit. I should have known. <laughs> no, no, let's not uh, delay. Daughter. Yeah. All right. All right. I can lead you out. Here. Follow me. Winston. Ho. Why does every small dweeby character have the same voice for you? Because Joe voices him. <laughs> this, is, this is my normal voice. My dweeb That voice. is your normal voice. <laughs> I don't know what voice you're talking about. Hello. Yeah, he's he's going to proceed to lead you um, through the forest. As he leads you through, he's going to lead you through like a little fairy village that has a whole bunch of like lanterns with sprites living in it. It's whimsical and fuck. You know, I'm completely shit. in awe of this because it looks so goddamn cool. <laughs> It does it does it look cool? I think it looks whimsical. It's pretty. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, you got all this glowing moss and a whole bunch of like sprites filling up lanterns. It's real like, nice to look at. Other content's a bit weird. It apparently has boulders raining out of the sky. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you established it. No! God damn it! <laughs> Alright. You go through the village and uh, all these little sprites are kind of watching you. Fuck, we can't go there now. I remember the storyline. Yeah, because <laughs> boulders will rain down on you. Fuck. <laughs> You go through the village, and he leads you through the, this blue forest for a little while. As he's leading you, you know, you hear in the distance uh, just like a howling, and you see a very large corgi on like a hill in the distance. Ah, yes, a dire corgi. They're very rare. He's just going to keep leading you. As that you go, was some great establishing dialogue you just had there. I just thought you might want to know. Winston, keep moving. <laughs> anyway... He's going to keep leading you through. While this is going on, you could probably, like, can he, like, start ritualing? Yeah. Like, while we're walking? Yeah. I don't, yeah, fuck it. Does, because, I, I don't know, it's just kind of like, I understand. It sounds like the kind of thing you have to sit down and do, but, like, I don't care. Well, he's a, he's like a shaman, right? He's engaging in walking meditation right now. Sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. Fuck it's, it. It's, I'll say it's been ten minutes. Is there anything you want to... If because if you do that, then you can like understand the beasts like around us as we're walking. Because yeah. I imagine this is like so a lively, majestic animals, right? forest. I can talk yeah. to all animals. It lasts for works. one minute when it's ready, but like I thought it lasted for ten minutes. Oh, did, did I say ten? No, ten minutes to prepare, and then it lasts one minute. Maybe right. I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's it's not... mostly for like when we encounter like you know a dragon or something chained well, up. Well, you have that ready now for whenever you want to use it, right? Yeah, how that works. So like the oh, I guess. Fuck it, you use it. it if you works. want to use it, like, use it. We're okay. outside of combat. Yeah, it doesn't... If we're outside of combat... Okay. Time doesn't really mean yeah. anything. Okay, so all the animals around me, there's Martha, there's the Corgi, and the 
big one too, right? Well, that's it's in the far distance. Away. Oh, that's yeah. in the distance. Okay. Unless you want to like go track it down or some shit, but like. Don't you dare <laughs> suggest that shit. <laughs> no, I don't think I would do that. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the corgi. Okay. In front of us. What do you want to say to Winston? <laughs> I'm gonna say to Winston. Winston. You up? <laughs> what time? Winston, what can you tell me about the giant corgi in the distance? Uh, Winston is going to look around and just kind of go, I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Winston's really fucking stupid. I don't know what you expected. Little Justice, what great knowledge of the wilderness did you learn from your wonderful power? Um, your super useful power. He didn't say anything. That is a shame. <laughs> I wish I could learn his deep instinctual knowledge. I'm a horse. I'm a horse. So since it didn't work talking to, to Winston, can I now talk to Martha? Sure. All right. Martha, do you know anything about the corgi in the distance? Give him a minute. Give him a minute. He'll be talking as Martha a lot more in the campaign, so give him a second. (laughs) He wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, well, not really. Um, (laughs) She's going to say... He just really wants to do Sapodilla, and that'll make us hate her, and he doesn't want us to hate her. (laughs) She's going to go, Row, I won't! Okay. Oh God. Congrats. Oh, so now I hate her. Do? Oh fuck. <laughs> I can. Okay. I can. That doesn't have to be count. <laughs> uh, she's just gonna look at you and go, "No, I don't." I somehow hate. I that like more. that. Yeah, no, no, I like that. That <laughs> works. I for figured, me. like you know, she's like a jolly dog. So okay. Like, yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> All right. So. Um. Never seen anything like that. Have you ever heard of anything like that before? Like We're not really, from this world. A really big dog? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right, animals nothing. are stupid. <laughs> yeah. They, they literally, they eat their own shit. What do you I expect them? I, I was hoping that she would have heard like a story about it before amongst other dogs and knows like a dog that I can talk to. There are legends amongst dogs about... <laughs> Really big dogs. <laughs> I, I've heard tell about big dogs. <laughs> Little Justice, I, I have a feeling that, look, I don't know what you're saying right now, um, <laughs> but I just kind of have the sense that it's not as useful as the kind of things you would learn from, say, I don't know, large ancient beasts. I feel like common domesticated animals will probably tell you things like, I haven't been milked in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Milk me. Right, so I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess what I can take out, is that, out of this is that there have been legends of big dogs, but she doesn't know them specifically. So maybe later on there's another dog I could talk to that knows something. Maybe. That's possible. <laughs> maybe like. Or maybe we'll never need to know anything about the dire corgis. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. Dire corgis. <laughs> That's what he called them. <laughs> maybe it's just something I found delightful and decided to shove in. It's a dire. Horse. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned nothing and wasted my ritual. <laughs> Solid. Welcome to I, He can just cast it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. You, you can just cast it again. Yeah, Rituals are different since they don't take spell slots. Like, it's the time mm-hmm. that makes it, like, is the cost. So, like, when we're outside of combat, it's not a big deal. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can, like, start casting whenever I want. 
We'll start yeah. start up the ritual whenever I want. Okay. We probably shouldn't be doing anything like super like exert like physically exerting or something. But when we're just walking, like yeah. Also, fun fact. I mean, the the fairies riding corgis thing. That's actually there's actually a legend about that in uh, Ireland. Like that's a Celtic thing. But there's like a legend about corgis being used as fairy steeds, and yeah, I find that delightful. That's actually I'm a horse. I'm glad you looked that up. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, I find it so funny. You can Google like Google image search uh, fairies riding corgis, and there's some great like fan art of it. I'm gonna do that right now. Um, Not only are we assholes, we're educational. Yeah, you learn something. No, you don't learn anything on this show. <laughs> Nobody fucking learned anything on this show. Can't learn about what assholes we are. <laughs> no, that's true. And there's some with little corgi armor. It's all good. So yeah, you keep walking, and eventually you the land becomes a little swampier. And as you go through, you see in the distance uh, just like a whole bunch of mud huts, like a little village. Robin Goodfellow just looks up and says... We'll need to go through this village. Some of these people may know something about how to get you home. He's going to lead you up. As you go through the village, it seems to be, like, pretty empty, but then you hear some commotion coming from, like, one of the larger huts. Do you want to approach it? We do. Are there any windows or anything we can look into? Uh, There don't seem to be. Is there a door we can knock on? Yeah. Do we want to do that? It seems to be, like, a communal place. I don't know if you need to... I mean, you can try knocking if you want. I don't know if this was, like, somebody's house or if it was, like, the town No, it seems like a... uh, I'm not sure exactly what it seems like. (laughs) You guys want to go in? Sure, why not? All right, let's go in. (laughs) Okay. Are you... (laughs) (laughs) We're over here. They opened the door. (laughs) We don't need to blow down the door. They opened it. You open up the door, and you see a whole bunch of frogmen... We're all kind of gathered around what appear to be snail races. My they're all fucking people! <laughs> that they're all betting on. And they're all cheering at two snails that are moving very slowly and throwing, like, dice and money into a little pit here. How slowly are they moving? Like, ten minutes slow? <laughs> like... <laughs> Presumably. Well, just take some time. I want to talk <laughs> to the snails. Rituals, let's do it. I'll start it up. In the meantime, <laughs> I'm going to take 10 gold out of my bag and go immediately go up to the snail race and go 10 gold on the brown <laughs> Uh One of them is just going to go, I can speak where's to your me. crown, friend? Um, you notice they're all wearing crowns of different materials. And at this point, from behind, or from the door... Another frog runs to the door hastily, holding a spear in one hand and holding his shorts up with the other. Like, clearly, just he's just in the middle of taking a shit. And, like, runs back, and he's just like, Intruders! <laughs> Everyone turns around, realizes that you're not from here, and immediately takes out weapons. I immediately go, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 guys. We're not from here, and right now... Look, we don't know how we got here to the, the Feywilds. We rested in a forest back in our world, and we woke up the next morning, and we were here. We're just trying to find a way home. And we thought maybe you would know something about that. One of we don't mean you any harm. Yeah. One of them with a sword pointed at you is going to go, take him to the king. And at this point, you're going to hear uh, Robin Goodfellow <laughs> and Winston just kind of riding off in the distance going, <laughs> good luck, friends. <laughs> And that's where we're going to oh, end the episode. Oh, this is true. And, what and uh, you probably hear um, when, or 
Sorry, Little Justice, at least, here is Winston also saying, He of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> running off in the distance. Wait, uh, <laughs> does that mean I use my, my ritual again? <laughs> no, it's just still active. Oh, okay, right. fine. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, if it's still active, what do the snails say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the snails are saying, Oh, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> Not this time. I'm going to win this one. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> they're really, like, into it. Uh, I'm glad they're really into it. The snails seem, like, way smarter than the other animals you've spoken to. Yeah, right. Even though their brain is, like... Non-existent, maybe? <laughs> we, we might need to take some snails with us whenever, if we ever get out of this. <laughs> they at least know a lot about being racing. competitive about racing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... So you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I also love that this frog was just like, take him to the king. All I can think is like, Okay, where's your king? Well, you might notice we're all wearing crowns. It's actually a rotation-based system. Uh, whoever has the gold crown is king on Mondays. Uh, and we have an alternating system for Tuesdays because there's an odd number of people in our society. <laughs> it's quite civilized. We'll see. Who's uh, the king today, Pete? <laughs> for now, I'm going to end the episode there. It's been about an hour. Um, where's your crown, Fred? Where's your crown, Fred? Thank you very much for listening to D&D Bags. I'm Joe, the DM. I'm Andy. I play Lazor, the lightly armored, zapping, organic robot. I'm Avi, and we found my people. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm Dax, and I play a little Justice. All right. Listen to some chip tunes. Don't thank yeah. me. I'm a horse. Thank the schools. <laughs> uh, Winston should not thank the schools. <laughs> they haven't done anything for them. <laughs> they ain't done shit. <laughs>